Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You have offended this podcast and you have offended the entire movie making community. So let me work this through one more time. I don't pay you. You take his collar off. Correct, Amundo. You take his collar off, he beats us all to death. You have found it. This is You Have Offended This Podcast, and we watch martial arts movies. My name is Mike McCarran, and with me, as always, is a man who did once wear a collar, but for an entirely different reason, Chad Lindsay. How you doing, man? Oh, I'm great, man. Um, <laughs> Jet Li, <laughs> Jet Li, Luke Besson, Bob Hoskins, uh, uh, Morgan Freeman, like so many names in 2005's Unleashed. And so I'm going to be many. honest, this is the first time I've seen this film. Like, I've not yeah, seen you know, this. Yeah, me too. I remember seeing the um, the advertisement, the trailer for it back in the day. And I, I think I always thought it looked interesting. It looked like a cool concept. But I never, ever got around to watching it until the podcast here just a couple days ago. So, uh, yeah, I, I hadn't seen it. It was an interesting, interesting film. I'll be honest, dude, not one of my favorites. No. But, uh, you know. I think it just I mean, there's there's people out there that that really like this film and there's some great action in it. And Luc Besson is Luc Besson's really hit or miss for me. Like, you yeah. know, no disrespect to the guy, just he's a little hit or miss for me. Um I I thought it was okay. I thought it was okay overall. I wasn't a huge fan of the pacing issues that I feel this film has like you know it opens bit, yeah. it opens like you know like you just lit a guy's testicles on fire and then <laughs> you know we kind of go down this road of drudgery for like a long time and then we get back into the action so I mean overall I saw the trailer for it and I thought it was kind of weird but you know credit where credit's due you know, we often say on this podcast, if somebody's doing something different and they're going for it and we're not getting the same stories over and over again, then, you know, you have to applaud that. So yeah. I will I will kind of give a tip of the hat to they tried something different. It's just uh, not everything worked for me in this film. Yeah, no, I was the same way. I, I uh, it, it didn't all work for me. I really thought that. um Again, you mentioned the pacing. It, it really comes down to that. Like, it starts off with a bang, like you said. It starts off like a fucking nut fire. And then all of a sudden, it kind of just... The air comes out of it a little bit. Yeah. And there's there's a little bit of fighting here and there, but then we get the whole Morgan Freeman and the, the stepdaughter or whatever backstory and that whole thing. And it, while it, it makes for a good film, and, I mean, Morgan Freeman's great it really slows it down and there's there's really nothing going on yeah. other than story which i guess you know i mean fuck i again i have a hard time shitting on the movie for like oh there's a story in the back it's like complaining about a you know story in a fucking porno like <laughs> well, it has to be there it has I, to be I, there I, i'm like that with my pornos i'm like who, who fucking owns this warehouse <laughs> 
how, how did how did they get there? Did no. they take separate cars? Like how the fuck are they, are they, are they, are they meeting there for the first time? What? Like how are they why so did that aware? Slight woman, why <laughs> yeah. did that slight woman order so much pizza? Yeah. Come on. How, like, how, <laughs> are they, how are they so aware of the layout of this fucking particular office building if this is supposed to be their first time there? Um, but I I yeah. I kind of feel bad. Like I'm gonna be honest. I kind of feel bad that I didn't like it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, because no, I, was the I same really, way. I really wanted to like it. I really like Jet Li. I really like Bob Hoskins. I really like Morgan Freeman. I like most of Luke Besson's. Um, the choreography, the fight choreography, I thought was good. The cinematography, it's, great, it's it's not it's not bad. It's done competently. Um, it just, I think it it must be the script. Like it must be the script because. And that's that's 100 percent on Luc Besson, because everything else sort of works in this film, sort of. But yeah, it doesn't fully I, I don't get fully engaged by it. Yeah, I think I, I it's just I, it might be that I just don't buy the story. I think it, it, honestly, because having a, an actual for real dog that you sick on people and that you kind of have under total control um, is is an interesting story, and to replace the dog with a person is a weird jump. And well, I think I, th- I think Roger Ebert, when he reviewed this, he said something to the effect of, you know, this movie could have been laughably stupid in the wrong hands, and it actually came out pretty okay. It for the concept, right? It really did, and gently. I mean, his acting in this isn't bad. It's not fan. It's not my like. Oh my god, that was his best acting because I don't. I don't think it's his best work, um, but it's competent. I think yeah. that there's things that the film asks of you to believe, and you just have a hard time swallowing it. Like again, I want to praise the film for kind of trying something different, but at the same time, it's like okay, well, spoilers, obviously, um, spoilers. Uh, yeah, we're gonna take a six year old kid and we're gonna throw him in a hole. And somehow he's going to be a fucking Kung Fu master. Like who taught this little motherfucker <laughs> Kung Fu? Cause he comes out and I'm like, that looks like Southern Chinese. Yeah. I mean, it could, could be a form of Win Chun. Like who fucking taught it? Like you throw a fucking six year old in a hole and he comes out like sloth from the Goonies caked in his own shit, looking for Snickers bars. This motherfucker comes out a goddamn fucking Kung Fu master. So I think there's a little, a, a few parts on that. I, I think it could have been done a little bit differently. I think the pacing could have been done a little bit differently. Um, but overall, it's it's not bad. Like, it didn't offend me, as, you know, this podcast may imply. Yeah, no, it didn't offend me at all. Like, <laughs> if you put the... Put- Harry Potter under under the stairs, and instead of coming out of you're a wushu master, Harry, you know kung fu, Harry. Like, God damn it, you're a wushu master, Harry. <laughs> you know kung fu. <laughs> comes out with his fucking teeth all rotten and a big fucking pant load of shit. <laughs> hey, thanks a pant load, Bob Hoskins. There is, I, I just want to say, like, there's a yeah. couple of things in here. Again, we're just kind of doing the general piece here. There is a fucking transition in the beginning of this film because I, I do want to... I do want to call out the things that are really good. There is a transition where Danny at the beginning of the film is mm-hmm. looking at the heavy bag and he takes a big swing 
and the heavy bag goes flying, but they do like a whip pan and it's actually they transition to a guy flying in a different location. That was like, honestly, I thought that was a fantastic transition. So I'm just trying to get the 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 things that I really liked about this film out of the way so it doesn't sound like I'm being 100 percent negative on it because it's a little more fun. Be honest, like it's a little more fun to be negative sometimes. <laughs> it's way more fun to be negative. dude. It is way more fun. Because, uh, goddamn, it, I mean, when you shit on things, it's hilarious. But we, uh, you know, we do try to be fair with a lot of these movies. And I think, to be fair, the cinema is good. The shot selection is good. Yes. You know, again, like you said, it's it's okay. Besson with Leon. Loved it. The Big Blue. Yes. Loved it. La Femme Nikita. Really enjoyed that. Like, he's got a lot of good flicks. But he does have some weirdness in all of them. There are scenes in Leon where, like, for example, he's hanging out with Natalie Portman and she starts dressing up and doing impressions for him. And she's like, who's that? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Charlie Chaplin and Marilyn Monroe. And he's like, I don't know. Who the fuck they're. Like, that was still enjoyable and it still kind of held your attention. Um, I think that the moments where this film kind of yeah. dips, it doesn't quite hold your attention. And maybe that's because... Gently, Danny um, can't speak, and maybe Jet. And again, credit where credits due, but um, you know, Jet Li is an action star. He's not necessarily going to give you a great acting performance as somebody like you know David Carradine that we talked about last week, who's very charismatic in his performance. Uh, Jet Li is like a fucking house on fire when he's fighting. Yeah. But maybe that's part of it, coupled with the script. It could very well be, yeah. Because I, I do like his performance, but, I mean, they're they're trying to almost do the Ivan Drago thing where he's just not going to talk. And he's got to do a mm. lot of work with his facial expression and his eyes. And, you know, it, it's hard for, for people, me especially, to take that... Um, I guess to take it as realistic in this particular scenario, he does go pretty shallow with it, which is good. Yeah. You want to go understated. You don't want to go like, you know, Hong Kong over the top. I'm doing a stage play kind of bullshit. Yeah, of course. You know, it, it is, it does work to a certain degree. It's just a concept for me. All right. Well, we've set it up. Let's break it down. Let's pop it in. So this movie does open up with the, uh, the, the first fight scene here, which is, Pretty goddamn great. There's a little bit of wire work that I was kind of like, ah, okay, whatever. Um, but it, it, the fight scene works. It's violent. There's a part where he slams that dude's head off the fucking concrete floor a couple yeah. times. It's really, really good. There's some good stuff in that first opening fight scene when uh, before Bob Hoskins puts the collar on him and chills him out. Yeah, I I mean, the the action I thought was stellar, and that's kind of where we got that that transition uh, shot where he hits the heavy bag and the bag essentially you know, changes into a guy flying across the floor. I thought that was really great. Yeah. The pacing, the pacing was solid. And then I, I really think that the story did a good job because basically after Jet Li just beats the ever loving shit out of like 14 guys or whatever in that warehouse, um, then Bob Hodgkins slaps the collar back on him um, like he's the dog and then he, becomes submissive again so conceptually it, again it's hard to kind of grasp but conceptually you get that in you know that first little exchange and then 
you know, we roll into the next one where essentially Bob Hoskins is a loan shark lending out money. And when people don't pay him, he shows up with Jet Li on a fucking <laughs> leash. Like, first of all, that would scare the shit out of me anyway. Like, borrowing money from Bob Hoskins would scare me. And then if he showed up with Jet Li and Harold from Snatch, I'd be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> we are fucked. Because there's Harold from Harold from uh, 2000 Snatches in this right. as well. Oh, yeah. Get the dogs, Harold. Get the dogs. <laughs> You know, he gets the line like where he's talking to the to the jeweler. He's like, uh, oh, so uh, if you take the collar off, he goes crazy and beats the fuck out of all of us. And when the collar's on, he's super submissive. And he's like, yeah, yeah, you got that. And then, of course, they let the collar off and he fucking That's wrecks a good the scene. jewelry store. Oh, yeah. So it's in our interest to keep that collar on, right? <laughs> Then they just fucking pound out Hoskins and Harold. <laughs> I swear, dude, they beat Bob Hoskins with a nightstick for about 12 minutes. Like, they are fucking oh. wailing on him. Like, that would, that would. They fuck him hard. They, they fucking beat on him for a long time. I mean, it's his, it's it's partly a stunt double and it's partly like a fucking prop gimmick there that they're beating him with. But they beat him for an excessive <laughs> amount of time while Danny, still wearing the dog collar, is standing there, you know, like a fucking Muppet, like not knowing what to staring do. Staring at a fucking glass ornament <laughs> yeah. on the desk like a dolt, yeah. like, oh, that's pretty. Like, while well, his fucking master's getting ass kicked by yeah. fucking eight yeah. guys in the night with nightsticks. And Hoskins. <laughs> ten motherfuckers with whips going to town on his master. And Hoskins is like, Danny, Danny, you dumb fuck. Take your collar off. Take your collar off, you stupid fuck. Like, it's, it's great. And then, of course, the collar comes off. And now they're not just fighting in the jeweler's office. Like, holy bijou, Batman. Like, he's putting motherfuckers yeah. through doors. And... <laughs> just flattening glasses flying it's fun it's really exciting like i really like this part of the film like it just really gets the blood going and you're just like man this is it like it's it's hot and it's really fun oh when the fighting's on this movie kicks ass it's good i have no complaints at all and hoskins is super charismatic i miss that dude he's a goddamn yeah. fun villain man like he, you know, when when Jet Li has that one guy down and he's stomping on the guy's like face and yes. chest over to bump, bump, yes. bump, bump, and Hoskins just walks up and picks the dude's leg up and steps on his cock and just crushes yeah. him, yeah. and the guy goes, "Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, good." Gave him, old, like, gave him the old fucking gas pedal. Gave him the <laughs> gas pedal, Hoskins. You know, <laughs> right. he's right fucking to the good, fucking man. Bird. <laughs> yeah. So that part was good and then of course they take Jet Li back they throw the collar on him they're like oh and they're like Hell Hoskins he's actually you stupid yeah, fuck and he's walking around with his ass fucking beat like Jesus Christ I can't believe I can't believe nobody ever fucking thought of that that was a fucking there's a huge fucking hole there's a huge fucking hole in our fucking there's a giant giant gap in our game yeah, plan there fellas it's like Hercules taking off the fucking ring right and he's just like what the fuck what were we thinking boys okay Deadless and Hercules just, yeah. why don't we kick his ass before he puts the yeah, fucking ring on? Just, what are we doing? Like, eat seven shades of shit out of this fucking guy. <laughs> when, when he's like Jack Nicholson, uh, fucking post surgery and one flew over the cuckoo's nest. 
Like, <laughs> he's just standing there, like standing there, staring at the filling wall, a, <laughs> filling a fucking drool cup attached to the front of his shirt. <laughs> oh, so just don't let him get Holy the collar fuck. off. All right, all right. So as soon as you see Hoskins, beat that motherfucker's ass. Yeah, beat him on couch and then beat him. look Do for not, the Chinese yeah. kid. There's a, like a fucking meeting beforehand. Okay, he's coming in. Whatever you do, do not let him get that fucking collar off, boys, because we are fucked. This guy beat up the fucking 1992 Denver Broncos easily, easily. So let's just fucking do not let that collar come the fuck off. Beat, beat up the 87 Chicago yeah, Bears. Yeah, you don't yeah, want this yeah. guy off the fucking chain, William, the all right? Refrigerator Perry. <laughs> That's when the fridge was on yeah. the team. So, I mean, overall, overall, I thought it was great. And then, of course, Hoskins comes up with this whole fucking, I got a flashy red light. Uh, you stand here and stare at this fucking flashy red light. So he's got a remote control, and he's gonna have Jet Li come <laughs> busting in like the fucking Kool Aid Man. And the funniest part about this is Bob Hoskins fucks off and goes, "You stare at this light, we're gonna go threaten this guy." And he's got no muscle, right? Jet Li's standing out there, and Jet Li's fucking looking at the light. And then he looks over at fucking Morgan Freeman playing a fucking blind piano tuner player uh, walks in the room yeah. <laughs> and then they have this whole fucking like Sesame Street moment where he just fucking <laughs> yeah. goes over sits at the piano and they're having this like beautiful fucking conversation listen a little heart to heart this is a piano and if you listen to it tuning listen to it how it's all <laughs> it's a good scene it Oh, it's great. It doesn't fit because the whole while that they're doing this, Bob Hoskin is getting fucking butt raped with a pool cue. Like, in the next room. Like, in the next room, he is getting fucking his face beat in with a tire iron. There's cue balls up his ass. They're giving him fucking Indian burns. Beating him with fucking licorice. Like, they are fucking fucking going to town on this guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Putting grass stains on his fucking white suit. Like, they're just doing everything to him. And Jet Li's having this, you know, he's not speaking. Morgan Freeman's performance is amazing. Like, he just, he's in this particular role, he's, he's just that warm, kind Morgan Freeman. And, yeah. uh, you know, they have this moment, and then all of a sudden Morgan Freeman goes, Hey, man, do you hear something kind of buzzing or ticking? And Jet Li <laughs> looks up, the fucking lights the flash, lights and he runs into the next room. Everybody is fucked up. Bob Hoskins is face down, bloodied, covered in, like, fucking circus peanuts or something. Like, the fucking packing foam. And and the guys that they went to get the money from are fucking gone. Like, they left them. Like, they just beat, beat them and the left them for them. dead. And, and left him for dead. It was fucking awesome. Oh, it was great. Like, dude, dude it's all so I, funny. All I want to see is a cut to the other room while this piano scene's going on with Bob Hoskins going, You got my money. I, no, you don't. All right. Yeah. Watch this, fellas. <laughs> and then just this fucking, yeah. All right. Yeah, I said, yeah. Watch this, fellas. <laughs> Ah, fuck. (laughs) And then the fucking pool cues start raining down on them. (laughs) Daddy! I want fucking daddy! (laughs) I want to see that fucking scene. (laughs) The light's flashing, daddy! Fucking you help me! (laughs) You better not be playing the piano, daddy! (laughs) He's fucking, he's fucking. 
his hand on the side of the fucking controller. Oh fuck. Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh fuck. Oh fuck. That's so that would be <laughs> That would be so amazing. Oh my god. Well, I can see that you don't want to pay me. <laughs> he just pulls the hand. <laughs> Boy, have I got a surprise in store for you, lads. <laughs> Press the button. Ah, fuck, Danny. <laughs> you stupid bastard. Oh, fuck. You bastard. You stupid bastard. You fucking... Uh, just these fucking... T- just, oh, my God. Just his, his fucking face in the middle of the screen on his back. And then there's, like, five Doc Martin boots just fucking flying in from every angle. Just... Fucking stomping his fucking guts. <laughs> stomping his guts out. Oh shit. Yeah, fucking that man. Oh up. my god, that's so fucking uh, funny. That would be the that's the fucking deleted scene that should have been in. Oh man. It's on the DVD extras. <laughs> Holy fuck. Shit. And that concludes part one of the podcast. Come back tomorrow for part two, and then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday for three, four, and the exciting conclusion, part five. If you would like to get the full podcasts again, go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast to become a patron. For as low as $5 a month, you can get all of our full podcasts on Sunday night before everybody else. If you don't want to do that, you can go to offendedpodcast.com and you can buy some merchandise there. That'll give us a little bit of a help and it'll also give you something cool to rep the podcast that you know you love. You can also follow us on our social media. So go to Twitter at YHOTP, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. You can just search You Have Offended This Podcast. Leave us your film recommendations there. Anything you want to see, we are open to as long as it has kick and punching and some violence. So we'd love to hear from you. Please engage with us. Please leave us a review anywhere you download your podcast. That would be greatly appreciated. If you could, please also recommend us to your friends, family, loved ones, hated ones. We will take recommendations anywhere we can get them. Thanks once again for listening, and you have offended this podcast. We'll be back in your ears soon.